Indian Warriors. It's the Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your hosts, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Foray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can't ignore you. Put it up for the Wigan Warriors. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where we talk everything motorsports marketing related, the ins and the outs, the do's and the don'ts, the turning lefts, going straights, the rumors and the gossips. We are here to entertain you in the world of motorsports. So Cameron Frey and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for rating, review, subscribe, telling 10 of your closest friends. And let's get into this week's episode. What's up, West Coast Cam? Not too much, man. It's about time you decided to join me on this expose. You told me one time, then you changed it. And then I was actually, when I told you, you said, okay, I'm ready now. And I was actually across the street because I was sitting in my garage and my best friends from high school, they have a shop like right on the, like at the end of my neighborhood and they have a cackle car. And I'm like, that was a nitro engine. I, I can, I know that sound from anywhere. So I called Tyler and he's like, yeah, we're firing up the, we're bored. So we wanted to smell nitro. So I ran over there and, and they started it again for jet. So anyway, that's why I needed 15. So that's why you sorry. needed 15. <laughs> sorry. Uh, all right. Well, hey, audience, I'm sure that you all feel much better about your own lives right now because you just heard Cam give me the most lame excuse in the world for delaying us starting the recording lame? time. Like, hey, it's, it's my camp. intro. It's my intro. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers in Rental Cars 2021 edition. Or is it just an extension of 2020? Who knows? <laughs> At some point, it's got to change. But this week, we are going to get famous handiwork welder to the stars i could go on and on the guy's got more uh hollywood famous individuals in his speed dial than cam actually has met with his uh movie guild card uh from jack frost but nonetheless cam dude it's the middle of the week headed into the weekend i want to let you know that i'm i'm very troubled right now um just start. I probably no. I need. I mean, like, I'm I'm troubled. Like, so, you know, this is the second week of January. What do I always do in the second week of January? Bitch and complain. No, I do that the other fifty-one weeks out of the year. But nonetheless, also true. I don't Dude, know. It's practice oh, tree oh, week. The practice tree race. Yeah, I was. I I picked up where you were going. Yes. So yeah. you're. So you're all, all sad and. I am I'm trying to console yourself. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a little disappointed, but is that why uh, you were all crabby earlier, dude? I've been crabby about it for a couple weeks. I, I mean, <laughs> it's been. I'm not lying. I have no problem saying this. You know, we worked really hard to build a practice tree event that that people come from all over the country, and you know, it just works that way. And when I don't get to do it. I mean, I guess it's probably like our next guest that we're going to have on this week. If somebody told him that he couldn't, he couldn't weld anymore, and he had somebody to start. Somebody told pick- him he was the world's okayest welder, so therefore he had to be on the Racers and Rental Cars podcast. Because I mean, hello. Well, I mean, we are just- all about mediocre people. I mean, well, look I mean, who the hosts are. I was going to say, have, have you seen our numbers lately? Just yeah. saying, just saying. Well, look. We, we've waited for like two weeks now 
to get this character to come on because you know he's have you ever heard of john boy and billy show no okay well pj north has pj yeah no pj north definitely has all right listen so they play this little bit right that that john boy and billy they're these big radio personalities and they have an agent named murray right that's what their agent's name is is murray and they do these phone bits back and forth and when they would call murray murray would always say hey babe hold one bigger name on on the other line and that was like his little running thing right and i kind of feel like the past two weeks it's been hey dudes hold on bigger name (laughs) on the other line i mean i'm just saying i mean mean, hey hey, i'm just psyched we've made the list i mean you know, I, I mean, I'll justify it, you know, when I guess like NBC and Joe Rogan and all these cool dudes are like calling the guy, you know, I mean, at least we're like at the bottom of the list. So I I'm stoked to even still be on it. So but dude, I mean, I, let's just call him up because it, it, this is going to get wild. So it's um, going to be out of control because I don't know that I've ever talked to somebody that's, that's like hung out with Danica Patrick in the same week. You know, I'm like, dude. I mean, for right? those of you that aren't are going, who in God's name are you fools talking about? Um, many of you, I mean, not only is he Instagram famous because you know he's one of those dudes, just because he, he loves broke being an it. Inf- he loves being an influencer. Um, it's his most favorite pastime. Um, <laughs> but he is a world's okayest welder of cold hard art. Many of you have heard of it, and um, yeah, without further ado, let's call up Mr. Tom Patsis and see what he's up to. Call him up. Tom, are you there, dude? Hey, uh, what's up? How you doing? Well, just not as good as you. Yeah, not as good as you. Um, I just just got one question. How quick can we make this? I got TMZ on the line, and you know. (laughs) Gosh. Bigger name on the other line. Bigger name Bigger on the other line. line. <laughs> hey. <Well. laughs> Golly. I'm glad he we're not doing this has, for like, YouTube. He literally probably has like John Forrest, Danica Patrick, Graham Ray Hall, Courtney, Courtney Forrest, all these fools just like in the background just going like, why are you even dealing with these fools? Like, just move on. Like, you're way bigger than this. But anyway, so for those of you that don't know, welcome, Tom. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can only imagine how this conversation is going to be when you go inside and the wife's going to be like, wife's going to be like, why did you entertain those two fools? Yeah. No, he, d- dude, I'm telling you, for, before we even get into this, I went to a shop when I was in Indy. I went to a shop and it was supposed to be like a 10 minute like drop off thing. We're getting, I was going to buy a rose for my wife with uh, Corey from Impy. And next thing you know, it was 4.30 in the morning and we were leaving. Yeah, so, I served you breakfast. Yes, yeah. it was amazing. And I laughed that hard in my entire life. So it was the highlight of my trip. <laughs> well, yeah, I, couldn't get you out of, I couldn't get you out of my shop fast enough. I was like, you know, where the, where are the hookers at? And you just kept you, lapping your gums. And I'm like, hold on, girls. Wait till they're gone. Because I don't share, obviously. No, I'm just joking. I'm married. She's a great woman. But. <laughs> Next thing you know, there was a cannon out in the front, like some guy getting yelled at because of his music. I mean, he's this guy's got a lot of inside jokes, you know. Yeah, oh, tons, tons. 
So tell, All right. tell us, yeah. Tom, what you do Come here. On. For those Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. I'll get serious for like 30 six seconds. and a half seconds or something. <laughs> um, I honestly just weld all day. I watch Netflix. I build stuff. I get up at 10 o'clock in the afternoon or 10 o'clock in the afternoon. 10 o'clock in the, uh, the morning or whenever I wake up, uh, work till whenever I feel like I'm tired. It's usually two or three in the morning, as you saw. Um, I build trophies. I build replicas of people's cars, but everything circles around welding. So if it's, it's, I'm scared of wood, I'll cut rectangles for trophy bases and stuff, but everything is about wood and race cars. So, oh God, that's not terrible. All right. <laughs> Everything's about metal and race cars. Sorry. That's, <laughs> always, oh, can we censor that for once? Something, something can be censored. Um, so yeah, I, I live a, I live a pretty good life. On I have uh, no gray hair. My wife hasn't divorced me. Uh, I have a happy little two and a half year old little girl named Luna. So um, yeah, it's not a lot to complain about. You know, every once in a while you get these little really fun, super crazy jobs like the the one you saw last week. That was that's just a diamond in the rough. Like usually everything's race cars, and that was something different. Um, other than that, no, it's uh, my life's good. It's not a race car. I'm not a race car driver, so I don't have that that down yet. Which, but you did dabble in a lot of motorsports, and even though yes. you still do, you know a bunch of people in the industry, and you, like you said, you make trophies for lots of series and things like that. But yeah. what is super unique about you, aside from your talent, is the fact that you did what for so long? First, I don't know this little company called I don't know. Don Schumacher Racing? Uh, yeah, good old Dan. Good old Dan. Yeah, I uh, know. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he's right across. Their shop's right across the street. So my simple way of saying this is imagine having the best job in the world for a welder. Getting to build 330-mile-an-hour race cars, and you get this smart idea that I'm going to do metal art. And that even now, I'll sit on the toilet and go, you're just an idiot. You quit that fun job? But I go, eh, I'm still – I've been in, I've been in business – full-time, only supporting myself, my wife, and my little girl, and my little dog. Um, I've, only, I've been doing that full-time for five years, but I've been doing two full-time jobs since, like, 2008. So my wife's like, you got to pick one or the other. So I did that leap of faith that everybody hears about every once in a while and quit Don Schumacher Racing, not because it was bad, just because I wanted to try something different uh, and, and see if I could make it out with my art because uh, I was falling asleep everywhere, like I did tonight. I was telling you, those guys, I was like, Hey, uh, I'm gonna need like 15 extra minutes, not because I'm so cool, but I just took a nap and my, my phone's about to die, and <laughs> yeah, all that crap. So, uh, so but doing this is it's just fun. It's just enjoyable. So I'm gonna float the boat as long as it'll float, as long as it's not the Titanic, you know. No, definitely, definitely check out for those of you that uh, um, don't know about his stuff. Cold Hard Art on Instagram and stuff. I I know he likes to play down his stuff, but it is insane in person. And I do. I am owner of a lot of it, and a lot of people don't know. I told Tom this story when when I was at his deal. When I first started dating my wife, she got a heart, a carbon fiber heart that he came out with, like when he first started, like back in the day, and yep. that's what started this loving relationship and he's probably made i don't know how many people like scored so many points for wives and things along the the way yeah, for husbands you know that's, that's good always, that's good man yeah that should be on top of your list i have more racers wives uh and girlfriends and everybody that's you know related to somebody who i i just don't know what to get them they have it all already and i go well, that's my job so 
all all these <laughs> all these really nice women's phone numbers, <laughs> and it, it looks really bad, but it's just all for, you know Christmas time and birthdays and special events and you know because you always you always deal in business with you know somebody wants to get somebody something and most likely it can be a, you know a mom a mother-in-law blah 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 it could be your your wife's phone number could be in my phone and I don't even know it you know yeah. not not trying to be that guy but you never know so. Um, so that's, that's my funny joke is my phone is like 80% women's phone numbers. And I got like, I think I don't even, I think I have yours, but it's not even named anything. I think it's just like top fuel driver and it's just, you know, some, some serial number next to it. So and then it'll, it'll figure it like once we start talking, he figures out who the hell it is. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It's that guy. I like it. I like it. But yeah, so he did, he did work at DSR, had an awesome job and took the leap of faith. And uh, is being rather successful and getting to do a lot of cool stuff along the way. And what's cool is you're still in Brownsburg, so you get to you are like in the trenches. What's going on in Brownsburg right now, by the way? Like a whole lot of nothing. I heard a lot of nothing. Right. I'm, I mean, I mean, I know obviously with the world of just business and sponsors and stuff. That's probably like I said, I don't have all the in and outs of every race team, but you know, you just know it's just it's just like a, a scary place in the yeah, world. We're all I mean, just like this. That's me throwing yeah. up my, my sharpie. Because I mean, I mean, you think about when I when this whole thing started last year. Whenever it was told it was supposed to start, I guess, um, and, and it hit. And it's like the first thing I thought about was my business is all about wants and not needs. And you don't need a replica of your car. You can <laughs> you can live that. And, and some trophies, you know, for races that were getting, I, I freaked out. So I just worked harder, and I had a very good year. Uh, still did a lot of trophies and cars. Christmas is really good for us and stuff like that. But I go, I'm a very small business. I have no employees, you know, but my wife, my little girl, my dog. So I don't have that crazy overhead that all the race teams and, you know, all the contracts and all that stuff. I go, that's just got to be a nightmare for people, you know, with the way the way the business world works. I go, for me, it's just get up and go back to work. And I work by myself, so I really didn't stop working. I may have taken a day off and slept most of the day or something, but. Uh, yeah, I, in Brownsburg, I mean, it seems like it's doing good right now. I know everybody's positive thinking, and let's you know, yeah. let's just for uh, another few I weeks. Don't know. <laughs> but I'm also in like this little bubble by myself. So I mean, I watch Netflix. I don't watch the news. My wife does the Facebook thing every once in a while to tell me what's good and bad in life, and I just go, well, till it starts knocking on my door, I'm not. I just can't focus on. It. You got to when it does. Know. He has a cannon there, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, and he will just have to light it off if anything gets close to him. Yeah, we'll take care of anything we need around here. <laughs> nice. Tom, Tom, how did you end up in Brownsburg? How did you end up being a welder in that area? Is that the area you're from? No, I'm actually from, uh, I was born in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts. So I'm as far away from you guys as physical, at least from Cam and his little California <laughs> lifestyle. You know, got his, got his 90210 address and living up on top <laughs> of a mudslide somewhere just waiting to burn. Yeah, um, pretty much. That's just scary, man. But yeah, I'm. Uh, I was born in Mass, and then I lived half my life in Maine. So I got a pretty chill uh, attitude. You know, most people can't tell where I'm from. You know, I have no accent. Uh, then I moved to uh, Lima, Ohio, to go to college at the University of Northwestern Ohio. Which, which honestly, having that, most people go I went to college and didn't get the job I wanted. Well, that having that on my resume is what got me my job at Don Schumacher Racing. It's like my first. Real job. Obviously, my first real job in motorsports uh, because all they produced some pretty good kids there. And I, I think I want to say there's a bunch of them, uh, Uno students out there, uh, and on a lot of these teams, they just they just make good you know good kids. I teach them professional. 
obviously the race team, it's high profile stuff and you got to be able to work on a car with confidence that things are going to fall apart and, you know, teamwork and all that stuff. So, so I, uh, actually used my college degree of automotive high performance, uh, got me an awesome job at Schumacher, you know, and then we moved here and Brownsburg, well, I moved into Danville, which is like 14 minutes out of here. And then I moved into Brownsburg, uh, a couple of years later. And seriously, the, when you look out my wife's office window, you're looking at Schumacher racing. So like there's times I go, Oh, I'm going to go buy some junk or something i walk over there or i just drive my pickup truck like you know three tenths of a mile across the street pick up it's negative stuff, 40 so. outside yeah right well it's not that bad it's not, <laughs> i think it's like i think it's like 50 outside it's that's not too bad but you know it's it, life's life's not too bad in brownsburg right now that's cool so when you when you went to dsr when you first started you were with the motorcycle teams right you traveled and uh, all that you were actually in or actually my first team was on whit Bazemore's car with lee beard Oh, you know, man. yeah. But with that, I was this little like, you know, I think I weighed 120 pounds and they wanted me to do um, bottom end building, blo- building short blocks. And I'm like, dude, you want me to torque shit that's like heavier than me? And I'm like, there's no. So after a while, they go, well, we have nine guys on a car team and you're the newest guy. So we like your motivation and your work and your drive. And you're like, I swear you're going to polish the, the, the skin off the body because, you know, when you get done, body guy just like just polishes and cleans and all that stuff and i'm like he goes well john says i can only have eight guys on this nine car team and i'm like oh great so he's like well we're not really firing you but you get a choice of hospitality or the pro stock motorcycle team so i was unemployed for like five minutes (laughs) and uh luckily i I go i don't really know anything about serving food and i probably would fail at that so uh but i know how to work on things with wheels and tires and has an engine so uh they put me on the pro stock bike team like five minutes later and i'm like Okay, I didn't even have time to tell my wife I was. I was like, well, I don't work on the team anymore. So I got, <laughs> and I worked in the bike team for uh, six years until Dawn. Uh, they, you know, they didn't have a sponsor last year that we were on the bike team in 2010, and so they said, well, we're going to sell the bike team, um, and if we'd like to put, you know, Steve Tartaglia was my crew chief, and my buddy Jason Jones, and we all, you know, he got a job on one of the fuel teams, you know on the, the Fram Dragster, and then they ask, they go, well, we know you like to weld. Would you like to go in the fab shop? I mean, I've been very lucky, you know, instead of like, oh, sorry about your luck, you know, both times now, instead of being like, send on my way, oh, we give you a choice of what job you'd like, and then the next time, we're going to go, well, we're selling the bike team. Would you like to go to the fab shop? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, so that was 2010, and, you know, I worked there for, I think I worked at Schumacher for 11 years. Six of it was on the bike team, you know, with Antron and Jell. Uh, Chip Ellis, uh, Craig Treble, um, Matt Smith. And, and so, I, you know, I got to work with really cool people, being on the road, driving the rig, you know, working on the bikes, you know, pretty much just everything. You know, when you're on a bike team, there's you don't need 20 guys, you know, to service the right. blower. So and it was just, <laughs> just two of us and, you know, did everything. And uh, I got probably more fun stories driving the rig. Um, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, that's yeah. – that, and then you look at me. I'm, I'm the heaviest ever weight of 150 pounds now and i'm 39 years old so i'm probably not going to get too much heavier hopefully but you look at a little rug rat like me getting out of one of the nicest looking you know uh, any race rigs they're all blinged out and they just gangster and you go to a truck stop and hate to say it you know there's a certain certain look you get from these other guys that are you know <laughs> lifetime truckers and they go what's this 19 year old piece of crap doing out of that gangster truck and then it's just like we're gonna get mugged someday you know so <laughs> So yeah, the, the trucking life is is not for everybody, 
but it's uh, it's part of the gig. You know, that's what I tell most of these young people. How do I get in racing? It's like, at least for drag racing, yeah, you need get to be smart. CDL. Is get a CDL. I don't care if you you think that's stupid. It's like get it because that's that's the job security. Because those rigs, both those rigs on most teams, they got to get places, and they need four people to drive both of them. So get that, and that locks you in pretty good. So yeah. Well, with our show being called Racers and Rental Cars, oh god, what is your well, I'm I'm willing to bet a guy like you probably has a, a plethora. Probably have a little black book full of re, uh, rental car stories, to be honest. But what's one that sticks out that you're just? It was just the most ridiculous rental car the, exploit. Well, I don't really. We honestly, the bike team, we had rental cars. We, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I want. I, I don't really have rental cars, but I have a truck story if that'll you work. like. And that, That's that. So you say little black little black bible i have a little trucker bible it's the size of like half my body how big back in the day when you had a, a trucker bible trucker uh whatever long book uh, yeah. well whatever the friggin i can't even do the map book you know it's like this thick and like, Thomas I mean, you, guy. Can people, you can see people's houses in this in this map it's so big right so i have it marked down in mississippi hate to say this mississippi uh there was a dirt road truck stop that i should have realized and I don't know if my buddy Jason has put this out of his memory, but he was he was there, obviously. But So we pull in this truck stop. We have the Nitro Fish sponsorship on our thing. So our truck looks like a giant aquarium going down the road. Really cool neon colors, right? And we're, the, we're about us and one other truck. So where I park after I get done fueling up, you know, driving on the dirt, park it, it the, the whole side of the trailer fills up, fills up the, uh, the wall of the cafe. And, you know, we're truckers, so we're going to go sit in the truckers' only lounge to get food, you know. And this is 3 in the morning, right? So we sit in there talking to these actual Canadian guys, and we're talking about the rules of the road and how, like, cars don't respect us. And, you know, you know all the terminology, like seat covers, being the passenger of your car and all this crap. And we're just talking about this for, like, 20 <laughs> minutes. And I don't realize the guy's behind me, right? I don't pay. We're in these little tight little chairs. And we get done. They get up. My buddy Jason walks over to pay the tab. I stand up. This dude behind me, like when I turn around and look at this dude, my eyes are looking into like his chest, his his nipples. Like that's how big. And this dude is like a wall. And he turns around and I get up and I'm just like, whoa, like it's like this to him. And I look up and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he goes, hey, me and my brother, we live, just live down the road here. We don't got a whole lot to live for. We saw you roll in. saw how small you and your buddy are. And we thought. Wouldn't it be funny if we just like punched that dude in his face and stole his truck? <laughs> and, and and you know how you can tell when someone's like, oh, it's funny. He had no like I looked through his soul and I knew there was nothing but truth there. And and then he put his arm on like my shoulder and he goes, but then we heard the way you guys were talking to those other truckers that you guys were real men of the road. And we really we didn't want to disrupt that. So it's like, we're not gonna punch you in the face when we're not gonna steal your truck. And it was one of those, like, I, I, as much as I talk, I had no clue what to say. And it was just Other like, than uh, start the car. <laughs> yeah. Jason's like, comes back over. And I was like, Jason, I don't care. Leave a hundred dollar tip. Go. Just, just go. We'll buy you a new t-shirt. Just go. Don't worry about the bathroom. <laughs> and we, I just like, I like, he's like, what, what, what? I was like, do you got your gun in your truck? And he's like, no. I was like, well, let's just go. I'll talk about it later. Well, we just take, just take, take the napkins. Take the, so I don't care. Just go. And so we walk in again. And he's like, what? And I was like, I'm writing down, never stop at this truck stop again. Like exit 151 or something. And he's like, what? And he's like, oh, we'll go back to, I was like, no, just let it go. And we just drove off and, and all they saw was taillights. And I go, oh my God. 
And, uh, yeah, so that was one of those, like, probably could have died because I know that guy was telling the truth. And I probably weighed 121 pounds. So, like, <laughs> no, I had no chance. I was just going to be used as a toothpick by the time we got done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Story, story, yeah. story. All right, Tom, so yeah. I, I got to ask. I want to know how in the world do all these famous people end up contacting you to build stuff? So, I mean, I know you've told the story a thousand times about Alex Smith in the last two weeks, uh, but yeah. that was something that you did, that his wife actually reached out to you, right? Yep, yep. Now, so, all right, so yeah. how, did, how did your name and your business end up <laughs> – it, it, I mean, slide into your, another guy. Slide into it, yeah. Slide into the DMs. DMs. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, my wife always said, if if this something bad happens, she better be she better be pretty and worth it. And I go, <laughs> okay. Um, that's what she said. Dan, no. And Danica and Patrick take, walked in. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm friends with her. I'm friends with her dad. So her dad's a really super cool guy. So I don't need to get my ass kicked anytime soon. Um, oh. <laughs> no, it's just those nice people. They're just nice people, right? Um, so, but the that thing. This is the art of hashtags, right? You know, Liz told me I was like, "Well, how, how'd you come across?" This is after the whole thing, but simply just to answer how it happened. She goes, "I just typed in hashtag metal artist because I assume this, you know, it's made out of materials, metal and aluminum and stuff." So she just wanted to find a metal artist. So it wasn't because of racing or previous work or anything. I guess it was previous work, but, you know, previous people I've worked with or anything. She goes, I'm not into cars. My husband's not into racing. So it wasn't like an influence thing. She just typed in metal artists and either she saw multiple things or she just saw one thing that I had done that she liked. Uh, but it was just simply a, a direct message in my Instagram. And I won't say I didn't pay attention to it. I always try to read everything and, and answer people back. I mean, I'm not that cool where I get 2,000 million things where I just can't keep up. I mean, I get like five a week or something, so I can answer them. Uh, you know, if when I'm in the zone, I don't read stuff, but I go, okay, okay. You know, to me, I don't know anything about football, so all I took it as, oh, this this nice lady wants me to make something out of her husband's leg brace. He broke his leg, and, and in my mind, I, I go, oh, yeah, no, that's a, we can do something out of that. And I go, you know, just send me, a, you, know, you know, obviously she got my phone number, and I, Send me a picture of what you'd like to do what, do out of this. or um, And it was – I've said this story so many times now. It's amazing how, <laughs> how dumb I'm going right now. I feel like a NASCAR driver just, yeah, great, did great. Yeah, sponsors, everybody. To Shake and bake. Yeah, uh, we finished great. It was a great – dead last is where we wanted to be. And, stuff. <laughs> and so now I can't say it anymore. But so And I didn't pay any attention. Just, I told her, just mail, mail me the leg brace if you want me to do something with it so I can kind of see it. Uh, I know it's not a lot of material to work with, but let me have it in front of me so I can see what I can make. Because her initial idea was to make a phoenix out of this. And I go, okay, I'm, I'm not a bird person. I don't really know if I can do it, but that's a great idea, you know, to rise from the ashes and get a whole fresh start and, you know, you know, basically a comeback kind of thing. And I'm like, cool. So I get it and I take it apart. Uh, at this time, I have no idea who she is. The box shows up. My wife's like, what the hell is this thing? And I'm like, oh, I can't remember. And I'm eating pizza at lunch. She opens it up and it sits there for like 10 minutes. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's um, this lady off Instagram wants me to make something out of it. And she goes, what, what, what is it supposed to be? And I'm like, oh, I, I think her husband plays football. Again, totally ignorant of the situation. She's like, what's her name? And I was like, oh, uh, Liz Smith. You know, to me, that sounds like a simple name. Like, oh, there's got to be 10,000. You're never going to figure out. She goes, that is it. 
Alex Smith's her husband, and I'm like, yeah, that guy, I think he's a chess player or something, I don't know. And I go back to eat pizza, and my wife gets all like, what, no way, and I'm like, I, I, okay, I got nothing still. And honestly, at the same time, uh, uh, Bobby Legato comes in the shop, he goes, blah, 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 and I swear, he looked at that thing as I'm sitting there going, hey, what's up, Bobby? He goes, what is that? And I'm like, uh, leg brace? And he goes, is that Alex? I swear he said this. He goes, is that Alex Smith's leg brace? And I'm like, how the hell do you know that? He goes, oh, dude, you haven't seen the story? It's like on 30-30 or something. You, you know, it's, it's gruesome, but it's, he's playing football. And I'm like, how the hell do you people know this stuff like this? <laughs> and, and I'm going, I'm sitting there eating pizza just like a child. I'm like, tell me more. You know, okay, that's cool. And I still, I don't do, I'm not NFL. I like race cars. So, it's, you know, does he know Jimmy Johnson? You know, that kind of thing. And, and so, I, you know, get going on it. And, okay, I, I research his his injury. So I told Liz, I go, there's just not enough material here to make a bird without adding outside material. Like I'd have to, I'd have to build like the middle of the bird at a sheet metal and it, it may, it might lose its value to add stuff to it. And I go, how about this? This is my concept. I, I see if you like this. And she goes, what is, all right, let's do this. And I go, your husband's a football player. I now know that. <laughs> and every time he steps on the field, no matter what team you're on, your goal is to win the Super Bowl at the end of the year. Just that's it. That's the only goal. You guys, you want to win a Wally every time you get in the car or go super fast, whatever? And so that's yep. the common goal. But then also, after seeing some of the gruesome photos of this man's leg, I go, he's lucky he can even walk like a normal person. And that's a win. But the man is playing football again, which is insane. And that's like a super tight win. And it kind of clicked to me. And I go, I had to learn what the, what was it? Vince, Vincent, goddamn, Vincent. Vince Lombardi. Yeah, there you go. I kept saying Vince Lamborghini. Uh, to her. <laughs> and, and, uh, and she goes, oh, that's a great, that would, that makes sense, you know, makes sense. And so obviously that, that night, a couple hours, I think seven hours later, you know, cutting this thing up and you only get to cut up this leg brace once. So, you know, made it into a football and then had to figure out how to assemble parts that don't really go together to make three struts because the, the base is kind of a triangular thing and then welded a little triangle and I made it work. You know, it comes apart. You can take the football apart, and it still bolts together, and and it stayed sturdy and all that, and then mailed it to her. And uh, he, you know, she got it like Christmas Day before Christmas Eve or something, and was able to give it to him with surprise. And you know, he's a tough guy. I mean, I can only imagine like he could, you know, just just beat the crap out of anybody. And I guess he got a little teary eyed with it. And I go, that's that's a win. That's a goal, man. Like to get an emotion. If he loved it or hated it. It's you got to get an emotion out when it comes to art. You know, you want to look at it and go, "Oh, that's a really cool color," and then walk away. You want to go, "Oh," or "I hate that thing," or "That's pretty cool." You know, you got to get an emotion dragged out of people when it makes something like this. So that was uh, that was a pretty cool thing. And obviously, we simply just went, "No money. Let's just do a trade out, and let's just do a jersey, sign it to my wife and my my little girl." Just so I, because I mean, money you put it in the bank and it's gone like the next day. But this. My wife and my little daughter will appreciate it. It'll kind of capture the moment, you know, in the future when she asks, why do I have a jersey signed by Alex Smith? I go, I can tell you this fun little story and blah, blah, blah. But they sent me one, too. So I go, that's really cool. I mean, that's a that's a classy act right there. So He's like, yeah, man, this is pretty cool. I'll see if I can get the guy at the trophy shot to put a little hockey guy on the top. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was just one of those one in a million things. And it got a lot of traction. Uh, I joked that I go, the TMZ thing was just ridiculous. My buddy's like, here, you're on TMZ. I'm like, whatever, dude. And they sent me a screenshot. I'm like, no, oh, that is TMZ. Okay, that's cool. And then it was uh, Sports Illustrated and ESPN and Sports Center 
and NBC and Fox. And I'm like, thank God it was something good. You know, it wasn't like, you know, man says bad word online. And I'm like, oh, God, that's me. And, I, you know, or something. And, <laughs> and you get like that. And I'm like, at least it was something positive and happy and uh, pretty cool. My wife thought it was the coolest thing in the world because, you know, football, she's a, she's a big football person. Obviously, she likes cars, too. But like I said, I told Liz, I go, you don't have to worry about me getting all fanboy because I don't know who your husband is. And I go, I'm, as you that's see, I'm following you on Instagram and not him. So yeah. she doesn't that's have quite a get up. You in the show? <laughs> I don't know. Huh? It's like it's about to get up. You in the show? Like I mean, you guys play here soccer, right? Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I'm the I'm same way. My parents, you. my mom is like hardcore football, and so is my brother. But I couldn't tell you. Like I asked, I felt like such an asshole the other night because they were watching some game, and I'm like, so like, so is it the playoffs or <laughs> like it's like one of those like when you walk in, it's like so like, are the Bears winning? Yeah, I heard we got Kobe. You know, <laughs> go Cubs, go Cubs, <laughs> go Cubs. Yeah, oh. So, do you think? What, uh, do you think what? this is gonna? Do you think this the the whole deal with doing that? First off, I don't think I ever heard on any of the news reports that you did that as a trade out. I, yeah, I tried. To, I, I I don't think on when they shared her post, which was you know thanks Cold Art Art and talking about you know what it meant and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, I, you know, I made sure I asked her, I go, hey, I'm getting like these interview requests. And I go, are you cool if I talk about it? You know, because I don't want I don't want cheap in the moment of right. know, Christmas. It's not even, I go. So I go, I had no problem just going, no, I can't. I don't want to talk about it. I, I, you know, I, I refuse to do that or whatever. But I asked her, I go, is it OK? if I, She goes, run with it, man. It's good PR for your business. And I go, OK, thank you. So, you know, I've said just t- I told the story over and. And now you're going to get everybody's going to be like, hey, yeah, so uh, I have I got a pair of shoes here. Yeah, I got a pair of shoes here. (laughs) Anyway, you can hook me up. Yeah. So, I mean, I just looked at it as it was a a chance to do something fun. Uh, I, you know, I don't I'm not into NFL. So I thought, well, that's that's something fun to add to the resume. Liz is a super cool person, easy to talk to. And, uh, you know, that was that made it real easy because I was expecting, you know, when you get into high high sports or high money athletes, I'm like, oh, this is going to be weird. But she was super cool. It was like talking to your like chill sister. She was like, you know, asking me. We talked about our kids and this and that. And I go, that's cool. And it wind up great. You know, he loved it. She loved it. Um, my my wife obviously likes the jerseys. I mean, you know, well, you it know was what, one of those fun moments. You know, it's funny, and I and I got to tell you this because you'll probably get a kick out of it. So. You you post obviously I follow you and like you posted this trophy or whatever and with this guy and like I didn't know who he was like I <laughs> I had no fucking idea and so and I and I'm like oh you know because when I had co- gone to visit you you're like yeah I'll be on your show no problem and I'm like who should we have oh I like I need to hit up Tom like he said he would do it like for sure like and of course it's this freaking weekend of like the week of your life i had no effing idea and i swear to you like and i'm like it, it, i felt so bad i'm like hey man you anybody can get you on the show and you're like yeah 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 for sure for sure but this week mm, and, and he's probably thinking to himself like this mother effer like of all weeks like and i honestly i swear to god i had no idea that you had eight he was dumbfounded i'm like come on was, cam it wasn't no eight million it was like eight or something and it was just like it was just i was in one hour (laughs) (laughs) come on it it wasn't that crazy but a lot of the a lot of the um uh you know when people write these 
go articles they were you know courtesy of so they were sharing a lot of it so we only had to do like i think three video interviews and and then you know some people asked questions and i answered emails and but i go for the one day i mean if one day that it felt like it was overwhelming and it was like i i joked that it was like people waiting in turn to ask the next question through the email i'm like oh my goodness and oh yes uh, you're in the back i i go i get why you know when you get into you know what you guys do with the racing sponsors and when you go to a big event, you got to go here, you got to go here. I go, I, I got my 15 seconds of fame, right? And I pretend like I'm cool and I'm not. You know, I just, it's whatever. I just make art and it's fun. But, you know, when you get into that, some of these, how these sports athletes have to do this, I go, that's that probably does, I won't say take the fun out of it, but it's a lot of extra stress to, you know, make sure you say the right names and da, da, da. And then when you get into company sponsors, don't say the wrong thing and, 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 you know, the media, you know, the media, they'll, they'll grab something you say, you know, off color and use it against you. Obviously, oh, nothing yeah. important that I did, but I'm just saying, you know, my wife say, hey, behave, make sure you say, you know, because <laughs> if you make a funny joke, if you say something like taboo, you know, like, oh, this guy is not good or, oh, let's run with it. He's a piece of crap. So, you know, I, I've learned a little bit, like I don't cuss and swear. I don't get, you know, I don't talk about, you know, the. All the stuff in the world that's just not misleading like, people. I don't, I don't right swear. Shit, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, my, I pretend like my mom's on my shoulder paying attention to what there I'm doing. Go. So I go, there just behave. Go. And, uh, and it, it's, hard to, it, it's hard to worry too much when you go, well, I, I said everything nice. And, and I didn't cuss and swear like this one over here. You know, this this one right. this foul mouth body. This one, gosh. Go to church. <laughs> yeah. Go to church. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> Tell and, so, me. So I just try try to behave you know a little bit so has well, your phone awesome. no don't you listen church no boy, quiet over there so I is remember you... what the hell your question was no 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 i want to know so have you has your phone rang more in that from the athlete side of the house and you don't have to drop names or anything but i mean have you have you has anybody else go reached out an athlete and go man you know what i that's cool i think i want to have something done i mean has All that great. happened since it Andre Agassi has not called me. Um, so <laughs> nobody, no. It's just, uh, hey, could you use some trophies and you know the basic emails and stuff like that. Um, probably just normal stuff that would happen, even if this didn't happen. It's been a couple here and there. Some people want to make some stuff that are out of motorsports, and maybe they were inspired to call me up or email me or something like that. But no, not. It hasn't been the the Red Sox want me to make a. Uh, to build them a new stadium or something. It's nothing. No, it's nothing <laughs> been that cool. You know. The 2020 is still young, though, man. Like, you, you yeah. got time. 2020? Like, unless, yeah, unless the world ends. It's growing again? Oh, my God. I thought we were 2022. I'm just going to yeah. start saying 2022 just to save face. Exactly. All right. So tell the story about what you did for Danica Patrick and her family. Um, it, it's not as aggressive. I made a flower. I made a, uh, what, how was it? Uh, uh, I want to say locust. No, uh, lotus. A lotus flower because she's into, obviously, yoga, kind of meditating, keeping it chill and calm. So I, I made, uh, they, I think her mom, her, their shop, uh, her dad's shop, a, a carbon shop in the back of the property, the Simpson properties that I'm on. And, uh, and so we're just kind of, we're buddies. And, hey, could you, you know, his wife said, hey, could you make my daughter something and make a flower? And she gave me this little picture. And I go, oh, my God, like, there's nothing harder for me to build when I'm so used to building cars and, you know, masculine terminators and jet fighters and all, I just, 
you know, I'd make a killer tiger before I could make like a daisy flower, which I, I have figured out. But when you ask me to make a flower, dude, that's it's a little difficult. It sounds easy, but so I go, how about instead of making this little flower that's this tall, let me make just a massive, like almost cartoon sized flower. So, oh God, that thing, that thing killed me because I had to like, you know, cut everything out, all these leaves out. I think I cut up like 20 leaves at the size of my head. If you think about that at like eight inch aluminum, and then I had to anneal it. And then I had to beat the hell out of it with a, with a mallet. And then I had to use a punishing hammer and I had to do that 20 times. And of course it was like three or four in the morning and my hands are just like, just shaking. Uh, you know, I had probably six cans of NOS at that point to get me through it. And see how, see how sponsor dropped there. See I how, like that. I know. What I, okay. you know my hey, I, 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 I I like hey, I like the segue because hey, there is one thing we are a marketing show, right? In motorsports, and the one thing that you are notorious for, and that's notorious with a capital N, is you're constantly in your Instagram story feed. You're you're just if you're watching Netflix, you throw it up there, and like the next photo is a. Uh, you know, an NOS energy drink or the refrigerator cooler or, you know, and you've, you do, you have, I think uh, the other thing you do a lot is you post a lot of pictures of your welder, like your Miller welder machine or something in the background. You kind of catch it. Yeah. So yeah. how much are you capitalizing on the work that you're doing with these manufacturers and these companies? Or, or, I mean, well, have I, you, I, I, I'll give you. I'll give you this thing. I have. A, I, there's a science to my crazy madness. I, I look like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I've realized that when when the internet is, it's either video or photo. I mean, people read stuff. Yeah, you go to, you know, whatever. But the um, the idea, everything is visual. It's just straight up. It's a video or picture. And I, I prefer picture more than video because I just don't have time to edit. But I joke that we're in the arts and entertainment business. So I build art, and, and you can't just keep building art. People will get bored of that. You know, People got bored of the space shuttle launching all the time. They go, how is that possible? But people can get bored with stuff like that. So then you know, I try to entertain people, you know, make myself look like a fool or make fun of somebody or whatever. But with, with that, um, my simple example is like we do some stuff with Stock Car Steel. And if you think about it, you know, they're, they're kind of a, a partner of ours. You know, we're good friends with them. And, we get material from them and stuff like that. And it's a trade out. It's they give me material and I give them social media or content because I build my cars out of their, out of their sheet metal. Um, and, and that gives them something to share because it's relative to their product. And I hate to say it, but sheet metal is not a sexy, exciting thing that grabs your attention online. So if I can build something out of your material and then you can use the photos for that, I go, and, and that works for everything. You know, obviously, you know, we got, we got trick tools and I feel like an NASCAR driver. I got, all this stuff, you know, Miller and CK and the uh, you know, Arc Zone and all stuff. But I go, we all work together. Like, yes, they they supply me with materials that I use. And if, if something doesn't work, I'll make sure you know about it. It's kind of like the the Top Gear thing. I'm gonna tell you the best stuff about it. I'm gonna tell you the best, the worst stuff about it. And you just can't be afraid of that. And they they can't be afraid of that because they go, that's how they make better products. It's it's I won't say negative feedback, but it's you know. Hey, it's you know, you could do this. Yeah, it's feedback. And you, yeah. you go, if your child never gets punished, they never know the line of what's good and bad. So the same with a company. If you go, hey, you know, that, that, that item you gave me, that handle's made of plastic. And over time, it breaks down. And that's the only thing wrong with it. You know, it cuts great. It does this. But that handle's plastic. Could we do something? Could we make it out of cast? Could we do something else? And stuff like that. So, you know, I'm able to, 
use some of these uh, pieces of equipment. You know, I got a Miller welder, and that thing is like a light switch every day. Just turn it on. I don't even think about it not working, you know. And, and I, my thing is I really like to work with the best companies. You know, I don't like to, I don't like to really mess with the uh, – there's certain companies I just don't want to make fun of. But I go, there's certain companies out there you go, that's eh, the lower end. It's the hobbyist version. I do this for a full-time you know, thing. You're not going to run – like if there is a cheap company that makes engine blocks for a top fuel car, I, I don't think they, there is. But I'm going, you really would want to run that compared to, you know, do a Schumacher block or a Force block or, you know, AJ block or something. You want to run the best stuff to get the best results. And so I use, I try to use and work with the best companies. There's a lot of times I've said no to somebody and it's not, I just go, mm, I, I know the quality of this and that, but I like, I like to work with the best. And I, I'm not the best person in the world, but if someone's going to come to me, I go, well, you know, you do get a choice uh, and stuff like that. So, I mean, there is a business side to be. And and obviously, See, you know, everyone thought, every yeah, everyone thought that we were just going to be you were just bringing you on here because you're just an entertaining dude. Yeah. But see, there is a method to our madness for bringing you on mm -hmm. because, it, you know, you you do have a huge social following and, and it's very important for people to listen to to somebody yeah. like you talk about this stuff because there yeah. is methods to your madness. And, yes. you know, which and you don't necessarily I'm not downplaying it, but like, like you're not like, oh my gosh, like, um, look at me, I'm an influencer. Like, you're not that guy. I hate which is that word. I know you I, do. Which I is hate why, that word. Which is why I, I wanted to bring you on too, because as much as like you, you're still conscious of all that. Like, as much as you don't necessarily, you're you you want to be known for your art and not for having eight billion followers on Instagram. Like we talk about on the show all the time about how. Who gives a crap how many followers you have? Like, make sure it's relevant content and, you know, things that matter. And, like, you know, be consistent in what you do. Don't just, you know, one minute you're, like, yeah. you know, doing a keg stand. I always use that example. And then the next minute you're just, you know, you're at church. Like, if yeah. if you're <laughs> if you're doing the keg stand and that's who you want to be, do, do it. Do the keg stand do, in church. Do, do, Hell do yeah. It every day then. yeah. Amen, no, brother. There's there is so much to it, and uh, you know, with, with social media, people you're you're not just showing people everything you do, but you you got to realize that. Like, let me go back to it real quick. When you said influencer, I, I hate that word because it does sa that sounds like a word that's behind corporate doors. And okay, guys, we're going to influence these children right now. We're going to buy our candy. And I go, I hate that word because I, I don't think I'm an influencer. I just want to be somebody who shows you what a product can do. And, and if, it, if it's your choice, I don't want to influence you at all. If you choose, I, oh, I'm all about choice. You make choices every day. And those are yours. Those, if I do something and you go, I like the way that machine cuts. I'm not here to tell you have to buy this. You don't have to buy it. That is your choice too. So I'm not an influencer. I just like, I get to, I get to use these things. So they help my business. And if I can show you that I use this thing every day and it's worked fine for five years or whatever you would think of, the most other products would die out at and just showing that is just going, that's cool. But it's like, it, it's more of a bonus. So like I get to use something that's really cool. They get content of it. I'm showing you, Hey, this is a good product, but that's it. Make your choice. You know? And I just, I don't like that word, but you also, like I said, you gotta behave because you are now representing something. You're not mm -hmm. just you. I mean, there's not very many people out there that can be a complete idiot and say anything they want and have no repercussions because there's how many people don't depend on other people. Yes. I mean, I got trick tools. I got all these people. And, and now it's like, think of them as your parents. 
you know, they're your parents and you go out and say some dumb stuff. You don't just embarrass yourself anymore. You're embarrassing the people that associate with you. Guilty by association. And, and you go, that's why I don't cuss and swear. I don't really get into politics. I'm not that smart. I don't know anything about politics. So I'm the last one you want to come to. Well, what's your opinion? I don't know. I don't know. Go to talk to someone who knows that stuff, who's educated, not me. You know, that's, (laughs) it doesn't matter what I think because it's like, so I don't talk about a lot. I don't get into any of that stuff. I go, I'm here to show you my art and, and my business, what I'm, what I'm about. And I go, I'm, that doesn't mean anything to me. Go somewhere, go to a library and read a book about that. You know, don't, most people don't care what you think. They just want to argue. So I go, I'm here to show you what I do. And if you don't like it, that's awesome. I, oh, I love it when people hate. And this is another, another one of those life lessons. When someone goes, your art sucks. The last thing you need to do is I look at it as if you snap, if you say some stuff, they get you in trouble with your own people. Okay, that's a loss. Plus, you let them get to you, and that's another loss. It's more fun to like that one, that person's comment when they go, man, you're, you're, look at the welds on that. You should really learn how to go. I usually go, like, and say, you're probably right. I need to try harder. And, oh, first of all, it feels good to just make them go, I hate that guy even more because he didn't get mad. Because I never let people see I get angry. So I just, you know, that's why I'd be a terrible race car driver because someone, Jeff Gordon, would cut me off and I'd just be like, cool, man, great job on that. Killer boost, man. Yeah, awesome, man, you know, and. So that's why I would love to be a race car driver. I would give all this up to do it tomorrow, but I'd be terrible because I'd be the guy going, Tom, what happened out there, man? That guy wrecked you. I was like, he did a great job with it too, man. My car was on fire upside down. They'd be like, that's, that's not what we want you to get mad. I'm like, oh, man, that was so cool, man. I was upside down for like three hours. Awesome. You know, can't wait for next week. And they'd just be like, what the hell just happened? Oh, so I don't God. know where that went to that, but like I said, no, engine, it like, works like a mother. It- it, it works. works. Kids no, that want to sure. get that want to get online and, and I guess I won't say be successful, but do something where you can just be respectful. Uh, respect the people that you know help you and support you because obviously they want to be associated with you. They don't want to go, ooh, yeah, that guy. No, 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 he cusses too much, or or he does keg stands in church way too much. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Cam? Jerusalem, he wears Jerusalem cru- I know. cruisers on a regular basis. Yeah, Jerusalem cruisers and keg stands at church, man. That's it. All right, Tom. Well, we're not going to hold you up, but since uh, you know we we have a we have a ritual here on racers and rental cars for our guests as you leave the show, uh, yeah. we need three we need three things from you. First Uh-oh. thing is tell everybody where they need to follow you at. Okay, uh, if you want to follow me, go on Instagram, Cold Hard Art. Just type in Cold Hard Art under anything. I have a social media account on every platform. I'm even on Pinterest. Ooh. I know, that sounds like one of those intelligent women how to craft things out of stuff. Yeah, but no. it's smart for your business. No, Instagram or Instagram Instagram's a fun place, but Pinterest is a great place for stuff. It is, it's not a woman site anymore. It is, everybody's on there. So just do not forget about Pinterest. It's a great place. It's very... It's very comfy there too. So yeah, it's just cold hard art, Facebook, Instagram, blah blah blah. You know, whatever. And there you are. All right. Well, now our last two things, and this is the most fun oh. for us. Uh, you get to give one Christmas card to anybody in motorsports, alive or dead. Who are you sending it to? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I give it to Ernie Urban. He's my dude. Like I will, Ooh. I will be. You know, yeah. I, I, it's funny. Right. He's got a cold hard art shirt, so I can pretty much. 
I can pretty much die happy now. You know, I mean, he's very Mark nice. Martin, I guess. I, uh, yeah, I got Mark Martin and Ernie Irvin. They, I've seen some pictures. They're like, that makes me happy. Imagine having your role models wear your shirt when you were a kid wearing their shirt. I go, that's, that's pretty badass. That's some full circle stuff right there. So, so yeah, uh, Ernie Irvin, Mark Martin, whatever, whoever, if I even spell the name right, you know, and the address. <laughs> so Easy. Uh- all right, now here's the one that we always enjoy the most. You've got to give oh, one God. WTF card to anybody in motorsports. Who are you giving it to oh, wow. and why? Oh, that's a good one. Um, oh, man. Uh, make me think on it. It's like, why don't you ask me what I'm going to do in 10 years, too, at the same time? Um, <laughs> man. That's, Next 10 uh, minutes, what? <laughs> hold on. I got, uh, that's a tough one, dude. Uh, Come on. You're going to tell me you don't have one WTF that you just want to send to somebody in motorsports. One person. You're, I mean, yeah. seriously, are you trying to take the high road all the way through this nonsense? I got I, I mean, got there's, one. I there's got. only five people listening. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I know. I was five guys. Up. Uh, I, okay. I, WTF, and you'll be able to put the names to it. It's like there was this kid that got, like, pushed this one time at an oh, interview. Geez. At the end, and I go, oh, God. And I like you both. I like you both. But I go, man, why couldn't you just beat each other up? Like, I want to see some pisses. So, yeah, WTF to that is like, I just, I like, if you're going to get mad, go all the way. Like, I would love to see both you guys on the ground beating each other up and stuff. And I think I, I think I texted you or something. I was like, why don't you guys, like, get in a match and beat each other up? Because that'd be way, that'd be fun for both of you. Get some gloves on and just, you know, yeah, and just do it till one of you, like, loses a tooth or something. Um, so yeah, that's all I, got. I don't, I don't really got anything. I mean, I don't, I don't really, That'll I don't work. know. I'll take that. I love it. I love it. Cam like finally that. got Steve, 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 not that he listens, uh, but he, he's had a few WTFs that's been passed out to him on the, on the oh. show. So it's, that's not a, that's not a new person for the WTF, Damn. but, but Cam getting a WTF card. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's new. Yeah. That's new. Give it to I, him. I'm, yeah, give it to him. Well, well, Tom, look, we really do appreciate you taking time out as you are an individual that people are watching in social media because you do create some very cool things. I mean, I know yes, I reached. I will go, say real quick. Go I'm on, Rose Boy. I, I'm going to. I know I'm going to say it's almost Valentine's Day, dude. I, it I'm, is. Yep. I'm going to tell you fools out there that you need to hit them up because it yeah. will. You're. you're I mean. Yeah, yeah, make make me not sleep some more. That's great. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. If you want roses, I make I make roses. God, they make me. He's like, I hate making those stupid. Yeah, I lick stamps too. I lick stamps all day. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Window I don't, liquor. I, I just want. <laughs> I know you're trying to yeah, herd me off. Get the hell out of here. Get some cool hot chick to come on here next, whatever. But I go. I really hope that I don't know what the hell I've said, and obviously, I don't really care if I offend anybody. But I really hope that if there's anything in there that's useful that somebody uses it uh, if there's any information or any value to this interview and uh, you know i hope i hope it made sense i sometimes realize i go what the hell did i even say like i go into trance you know and i'm like hey man you know you were on uh what is it golfers and rental cars or something last night oh that's cool man <laughs> i just hope i go i hate you i hate you because everything you said sucked i'm like cool man let me like that comment yeah Man, I I honestly have met my match for somebody that could talk more than me. Oh, dude, thirty three percent Irish. I'm I'm half Greek and thirty three percent Irish, which you know, gift to gab. I well, I'm Irish. I mean, for the love of God, I know we get it easy. 
I see the green background like you think you're cool or something. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, wait for the little leprechaun guy to jump out. Hold on, Tom. John thinks he's John thinks he's Don thinks he's Joe Rogan. Yeah. I got a green background, so I'm Irish. Uh my last name's O'Neill. I my one of my best friends, Dan Patrick Murphy, right? He sounds like the most Irish person in the world. I think he's only like fifteen percent Irish. And I just, oh, you look Greek, you look like an IT nerd, and I'm 33% Irish, and I don't have that fancy Greek, you know, Daniel Patrick Murphy name, you know, so I just think it's funny that way to to have more Irish blood than him, and he's all like little leprechaun guy, you know, it's funny. Know. But yeah, that does, just censor everything I've said. Where just Hell like, no, it's been awesome. Dude, this uh, is good shit. So many people. Love it. Hey. Our, Tom, our numbers are going through the roof now. They're go- they are. Seven Tom, people. hey, I'll, we went five to seven. That's huge, man. Yeah, <laughs> somebody somebody tweeted it. Tom, cold art arts on. Oh, what? Let me download that. Uh, Tom, thank you again, sir. We greatly appreciate you coming on. Yes, thank you. Well, very, thank very you much. for having me. And let's just hope twenty twenty two is way better. <laughs> way better than twenty twenty and twenty one. Already and I, got it. Already yeah, got it. And I'm gonna be in your neighborhood in the next couple days i'm gonna stop by oh, and knock on, on your door definitely yeah. so definitely so hey by all means again keep doing what you're doing because the the positive vibes that you put back out through your art to people to be able to impact them in today's world of just trying to be kind and make changes be the positive light for individuals keep doing it man don't ever don't ever don't ever quit i like the whole fact you took your own leap keep doing it because there's those of us that are out here that even if it's just a picture of your work, that go, man, the guy's doing what he loves, and, and that's what we need to be doing. Well, well, thank you for uh, taking a good ear beating tonight, and <laughs> thank you for having me on here and letting me – my wife's going to be like, they unsupervised you for how long? And it's just <laughs> yeah. So thank you for having me, and hope everybody uh, is doing well out in the world and you know, good things, good things. That's it. You know, don't worry about the bad things. It always takes care of itself somehow. Every every bit of oil goes down the funnel, so it'll it'll fix itself out. There That's you go. Exactly well, right, Tom. Thank you so much. And uh, <laughs> like I, I told you guys, your guys' cheeks are going to be burning after this because, dude. <laughs> I, I need to go take a blood pressure it. pill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I might need to go dr- drink some more NOS right now. And, yeah, go there drink you go. More NOS and get get back to work, so you can so you can uh, shower that that beautiful wife and daughter of yours. <laughs> there you go. See you soon, Tom. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right, man. See Thanks. See ya. Dude, that's just hilarious to have him on. I mean, obviously, he's, he's the out best, there. Dude. He's I, I mean, the best. Can you be any more humble about the fact that, uh, okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I worked at, you know, at a top fuel team and great motorsports organizations, got all these world championships and. Oh, yeah, but, you know, no, that's all right. I'm just going to go over and start my own business and make shit for Danica Patrick and Alex Smith. I mean, don't get me wrong. He makes the Camping World trophies. And and his whole entire – you could just like him and just let Cold Hard Art fill up your feed. And you still – there's no way you're going to see everything that he's done. And, I mean, he just – he doesn't put out crap and he, and he makes a difference. So, uh, that's hilarious to, to hear somebody. I just can envision him welding and talking underneath the helmet the whole entire time while he's welding that, you know, I mean, can we get a reality show that way? 
<laughs> Dude, it, I I can't understand why Netflix hasn't hasn't discovered Tom yet because I hope to God that he just goes like huge Netflix documentary, like blows up and just like mega rich and famous. Well, how many times do you have to get tagged in one week? He must have tagged Netflix like 175 times in the holidays for all the Christmas <laughs> movies he was watching. You would have thought Netflix would have given his ass a free subscription for the love of God. Hello. Well, I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to make a call. There you go. Get your actor's guild card out and yeah. see if you can make some calls. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, make a call. You make a call. Well, hey, look. He before you net, make Tom that, needs a Netflix show. <laughs> He needs 24-7 Jack Frost to be playing. Uh, (laughs) That'll just be playing in the background, so at least I'll get some sort of residual off the deal. There you go. Get your your 10 cents for every time it plays. That's right. All right, look. We talked about a (laughs) lot. Shut up. It's not going to pay for a top fuel car. Anyway. Damn it. Look, (laughs) so we we had Tom on, and we talked about a lot of high stuff, and we laughed and joked about. But we can't – I cannot let this week's show go – without us talking about something that is just, I don't know. It's getting blown out of like proportion. Down some smooth yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk about Haley Deegan. Oh yeah. I, I thought you, I thought you were going to bring that up. I, I was going to try to lead the show off with it. That way we could just completely go through, but having Tom, I mean, I'm glad I didn't waste three minutes at the beginning of the show to get to Tom. Cause my freaking face hurts uh, from <laughs> laughing. Again, I'm glad we didn't go to YouTube with this episode because I couldn't stand still over here for the for the recording. But man, uh, i i racing, streaming racing Strikes bites again. again. Yep. I, I mean, um, and I truly Did she get any repercussions on that deal. For those so, of you that don't know, she was yeah. playing on iRacing and she said the R word and. She well, wait, jumped oh, wait. out there and oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. What's the R word? What is the R word? Yeah, because I, I'm, and you want to know why I say that? Because I literally woke up the next morning and looked at my phone and my Twitter feed and everything else is going off talking about her and they kept referring to the R word. Do you know mm-hmm. it took me 45 minutes to figure out what the flip the R word was. Yeah, no, I know. I, and one I person actually thing. said they were like, what'd she say, Republican? I thought that was funny. <laughs> I, uh, I thought that was kind of humorous. But I literally did. I, it took me a while to get through the feed no, to figure I, out what the I R honestly, word was. Yeah, no, I honestly did the same thing too. And But yes, um, she was referring to a mentally handicapped person um in the r word and you know and obviously it wasn't she wasn't trying to be malicious or anything like that but again it strikes again you know the kyle larson same same thing you know it's a shame that all this stuff but you the crappy part about all this is like you know that every single person playing this if they're not a celebrity is saying 10 times worse than what they're saying and you know hopefully like Kyle Larson, hopefully this doesn't ruin their career. You know, she apologized. She didn't mean it. It just, it came out like, you know, I kind of feel for her. I mean, should people use that? No, but, you know, I don't think her whole career should end over something like that, but that's just my opinion. No. Yeah, no, the it's, it's kind of taken its own life here this week. 
Um, I understand from what I've read that NASCAR is enforcing her and requesting her to go through sensitivity training. Um, mm. I, you know, I have not read. There's been the one. Well, report, they have to do and, something it, because they it, did so much for Larson. That's the thing. Right. That's, exactly. That's right. So you, let, let's let's keep a status quo of punishment or pass down. My biggest thing is, is I haven't really completely gotten like the whole picture of wording for monster and Ford. That's I I've heard. There's been just little clip, little bite, little one, you know, uh, we're still supporting Haley and her, you know, and rehabilitation. It's like, okay, so you just signed her to these huge deals, right? I mean, there's no doubt about it. She's the next big thing. If there's going to be a big thing, as far as a female holding on to a steering wheel, in circle track racing, it's going to be Haley Deegan. I mean, do you suppose I mean, there's a screw up clause in there, next to I, the COVID nineteen clause? Or I mean, what what motorsports agent doesn't have a screw up clause? I mean, I don't know. dude, I'm I'm not Haley Deegan. I got screw up clauses in my in my agreements. Yeah, well, you're famous, so whatever. But here's my other thing. Look. Let's stop being so sensitive about some of the wording. I used to always tell this to people in the military. They'd always say, All right, you know, you're calling me names. No, I'm not attacking you as a person. I'm attacking your behavior. That's the difference. There is a difference. And if you can't separate that, we, we probably got other issues. You know, are you? Well, no. Okay, then. I didn't attack you as a person. I'm attacking your behavior. And so, I, I mean, I get it, and I'm not trying to be insensitive either, but I'm here to tell you, you say a lot of ridiculous things when you're racing in the heat of moment. I, I mean... Oh, yeah. I mean, if they you know, put a, Or they you're put getting shoved in the face with yeah. your helmet taken off. I don't know. Right? Hey. I, I yeah. mean, seriously. I, I mean... It, no, no harm, no foul. Did it happen? Yeah. Okay. But come on. The amount of coverage that she got in regards to this, I guarantee yeah, you there almost, was a waitress made, at the Waffle House tonight that said that to some to one of the customers. Promise. Kind of ridiculous because it kind of ruined Tom's week of glory. You know, way to go, right. Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Well, it was the whole Monster Energy thing and Thompson yeah. NOS Tom, guys. Tom's so over there on freaking TMZ living the dream, and then next thing she goes and pulls some hair blade stunt like that. Rocks Way the boat. Go. Way Rocks to go. The boat. So, nonetheless, you know, hey, uh, Jason Galvin, stay off iRacing and make sure your mic's muted. <laughs> 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 but, nonetheless... All right, you got any hate mail or anything over there? Yeah, you want to wrap this? Sh- actually, I do. Yeah, um, they preferred to be um, anonymous. Um, they first and foremost wanted to thank us for everything we do for the community, um, and love the show. First, longtime listener, first time writer. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, actually, but for real. Um, um oh actually this is the second one hold on let me go back back up yep another long time listener first time writer um love the podcast question i had concerned one of your earlier podcasts um let me jump down here they want to be anonymous uh my question is what provisions can racers and teams do 
to help prevent a falling a falling out or sponsor stealing after a new marketing manager enters into the picture. Are there any tips or pointers that you that may help combat this or things to do ahead of time to prepare for the change? So basically I'm I'm going with people are trying to steal their sponsors, a new person comes in, takes over for said marketing manager that you had the deal with, and now there's somebody new in there and somebody else wants your stuff. What do you do? You hopefully have a contract in place that, uh, first of all, will help combat that. And while that contract is running, my recommendation to you would be to work really, 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 really hard for that person to like you and do whatever you can to to gain personal trust and you know a personal rapport with that new said marketing person. Now, I'm not saying like go suck up and send them chocolates every five minutes, but you know, like learn, learn about them, learn about how they work, how they run business, how they market and don't go in their guns blazing and saying, Oh, well, this is how we did it before, you know, just develop a relationship with the person and you never know it. It actually might get better. It might get better. But I would say first things first would be some sort of contract. If it's during, you know, like say it's a three year deal or whatever, and they left after a year and a half. Well, we have this contract, so we have to honor it. So, because obviously the person that maybe the person who wrote the contract is gone, but I mean, it's still a contra- contract's a contract with that company. So, that will save you. And if it's a small enough company and they don't want to do a contract, then you just got to really work your butt off on the back end and try to develop a rapport with this new said individual and come up with reasons or make reasons why that they wouldn't want to get rid of you instead of just saying, oh yeah, like we got this new flavor of the week over here because they said that they can put a bigger sticker on the side of the car. Yeah, totally agree. Got to have a contract. Make sure that you have verbiage in there to protect yourself or at least buy time. Uh, if a new, if there's a leadership change or an executive strategy adjustment, there's some phrases for you, but nonetheless, uh, referring to small companies right not you know a lot of small companies aren't going to have lawyers on retainers they're not going to no, have general yeah. counsel in the building so having having uh legal contracts already at their disposal it's probably not something that they want to expense out and then of course obviously you probably don't want to so the other acronyms that you need to learn on that is LOI and LOA letter of intent and letter of acceptance and those you can use with small companies because it's just two individuals, uh, typically the ownership group and the individual. You can put your verbiage in there to protect yourself and protect them. Yep, pretty much. So, all right. So thanks for that hate mail. Yeah. And if we yep. didn't answer and your question, send Cam another hate mail. Yeah, <laughs> just send it again. Yeah, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Um, yeah, and then we had another one. Uh, I think this is more, the more I read it, I think it's more of them wanting us to partner with them for an opportunity. So I might leave this. I'm going to, I'm going to read this one next week because yeah, I'm going to leave this one for next week. Well, you're the postmaster general over there for hate mail at racers and rental cars. So you go ahead and do your due diligence. Ten four. All right. Well, you know, the one thing that Tom did is he kicked our whole entire 
program like off the rails. So that's the story I mean, of our show. So I mean, at least he <laughs> he he fits in great. I mean, we should just bring him in on a Tuesday just forget just for the hell of it you know yeah well how i hear you know what i was also you know he's a he said he was a metal artist right so i'm thinking like can there be like a tool artist like we can get like hashtag tool artist for like manscape maybe maybe i mean we you know hey he can be using he can be using the lawnmower 3.0 on some of that stuff and you know get himself real tight get the tree cleaned up my friend it's a new year 2021 get the tree cleaned up make sure your yard looks good get the bushes smelling fresh with the crop preserver but no matter what go over (laughs) to manscape.com stop by use the discount code r-i-r-c when you check out save yourself 20 percent and if and if it's not for you send it to your friend you know get a friend like tom Tom probably needs some friends. Could you imagine Tom all hopped up on NOS energy drinks with the 3.0? That yeah. could be some Netflix documentary action <laughs> right there. Nonetheless. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then he can tone himself down with, with some CBD MD and uh, oh. you know, make sure he levels himself out and you know make sure you uh, hit them too, 20, 25% off at with the RIRC discount code there. And yeah, make sure you hit up our partners K and N too. You know, we got a, we got a lot of people hitting us up these days, and you know, we we like to keep it small for our partners, and we appreciate what they do. So, not referring to Manscaped, but yeah, we try to keep keep our grouping small. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cam. Well, hey, like I said earlier, I am going to be up in the B town later on this week, so I'm going to swing by. I might run by Sal's, maybe. You definitely need to stop by Tom's because, I mean, if you have about 8 to 14 hours to kill, it'll it'll go by just like that. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the wife's been under the weather for quite a while, so I thought I was going to, you know, I might swing by Tom's place and see if I uh, can't pick, something, something. Yeah, pick up, pick, up, uh, pick up some flowers or roses while I'm hanging out. Bring that back, maybe cheer Mama up a little bit. But, hey, Cam... It was great having Tom on. I'm done. Get us out of here. I'll see you next week. I think we covered it, but yeah, you know, again, thanks to all of our sponsors, um, Manscaped, CBD, MD, K&N. Um, yeah. Uh, make sure you uh, hit up all of our uh, guests that we've had, too, with all of their opportunities and uh, things that they do, uh, you know, sponsorship and, and marketing stuff-wise as well. Um, Flow Sports, make sure you download the app. Dial that in. There's a lot of Chili Bowl stuff. Kyle Larson freaking amazed me again last night as I was watching it. The guy's an animal, but you can check it out all live. Chili Bowl action on Flow Sports. Um, But with that, yeah. Voice America, we appreciate what you do. I'm out of here too. See you. See ya. Thank you for downloading this episode of Racers and Rental Cars. This episode has been brought to you in part by Streetway Marketing and Media, Voice America for all of your podcasting needs, K&N Air Filters, manscaped.com, CBDMD, Motion Raceworks, and LB Trailer Sales. Be sure to use the RIRC promo code at any of the listed sponsors. We appre- they appreciate your business, and we'll see you next week.